When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenny. I'm Tony. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. I know that you're probably thinking, whoa, Joanna, your laryngitis got worse. (laughs) (laughs) Pero no, this is Tony, my good friend, Tony Rodriguez. Hi, mommy. It's good to see you. He's not saying mommy like, hey, mommy, chula. It's more oh, like no. I, I play his internet mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, you're my internet mom. I sometimes say you're my screen mom. And let me tell you, without saying too much, I am on the apps. And every now and then I'll get, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know you. You're Jamie. I'm like, wow. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I'm such a big fan. And I'm like, of what? Be more specific. <laughs> I know. Well, well, the reason why is because you do a lot of stuff. So, Tony, can you please tell us about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, my name's Tony. I'm from Miami, half Cuban. I'm a longtime performer in the Upright Citizens Brigades in New York and Los Angeles. I'm primarily a comedic performer, sometime writer, and drag queen. What is your drag name? Barbafella. Her Instagram is it's me, Barbafella. So I met Tony because he is part of the fantastic Spanish Aquí Presents. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Spanish Aquí Presents because it's a big deal. That's also a first for UCB, no? Yeah. Uh, Spanish Aquí Presents, there's four of us, Raisa Carlos Santos, Oscar Montoya, and myself. And we were the first all Latinx uh, show at, at Upright Citizens Brigade. And since they closed, we moved over to the Paramount Theater in Boyle Heights. Jenny, you were one of the guests of our last show in June. It was so much fun. Yeah. Johnny Sibley is our special guest for July show. I'm saying it's our pride show, but it's Latino time. So it's a month late. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because Johnny Sibley, he he and I go way back. We did theater at Miami-Dade College back (gasps) in the day. So we're we're friends. Yes. And... You know, it's been awesome to see him grow as an actor. He's on Queer as Folk right now, and that's yep. like his big thing that he's promoting. And so it's a really, really big deal. And he's a big part of the Latinx queer community right now. So tú sabes, yeah. he's like an important voice. So he's going to be your special guest on Spanish Aquí Presents for July. Yeah, first Fridays of the month, whatever that is, July 1st. Yes. Uh, at 8, I think. The Paramount. <laughs> it is at eight. It it's is a, at eight. Spanish Lucky presents our Instagram has all of our information. I guess it'll start late depending. It's fine. Everyone's having a good time. There's like a bar. And but no, it's fantastic. And so that's how I met you. I met you through Raisa, who was another Guanita from Miami. Uh-huh. 
And mm-hmm. so I feel like you guys are like a lovely part of my little like Latino family out here in Hollywood. And, you know, we're all looking out for each other and it's like really nice. It is really nice. I have to say that Spanish Nike presents uh, because of this large Latino community that we've been able to like reach out to you included. It feels like I didn't know how much I needed it, like yeah. a connection with Latinidad and mm-hmm. let's and like Miami Cubans, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I consider you family. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm just grateful for it. I didn't know how much I missed it. No, and I, I mean, you know, I had like a really rough couple weeks last month, lots of things going on. And I was terrified of performing live at your show. I was like, I've had a horrible week. How am I going to get through it yeah. and perform live comedy? And so I didn't feel ready for it. But man, when I was there with all of you and the support and the love and everyone who showed up and like me and Laura did a really good job and it was well received. No, you did so. not. You did a great job. <laughs> Effing great job. It was so, you guys were so good. Thank you. Like, for, for those listening, basically me and Laura took one of our Abuelas One Up videos. So stupid. This one specifically being Abuelas One Up at La Clinica. And we're like, oh, let's try it. to bring this to the stage. Let's see. And, you know, we added some extra things that you wouldn't see in the video. And we did it. It was the first time that we performed live as the Abuelas one-upping. So I appreciate you guys for giving us the platform <laughs> to perform that live. And it was really, really nice, man. Like, it, it's true. It's very, very necessary. Oh, that makes me happy. That really makes me happy. I feel like it's such a supportive environment. I feel it, too. I mean, we're also there to support. We're there to celebrate uh, Latinidad and other performers, but it's just a good vibes all around. Yeah. So this is essentially our Pride Month episode of Hyphenated. On time, though. This episode on time. On time. Okay. On time. It's actually happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, we need to do this because I don't think we did it last year. And, you know, last year I came out as bisexual on Twitter. <laughs> Congratulations. Such a Welcome millennial to- thing of me to say. Oh, my God. I came out last year on Twitter. Um, Like, not so like... <laughs> Well, no, because I've been coming out. I, a lot of my friends, my husband's known for year, you know, since he's met me. Like, so it wasn't like a new thing for people who knew me personally. Mm-hmm. It was just more like a, do I really want people to know that the abuela is bisexual? <laughs> and it's funny because I remember when I did come out on Twitter, there was one person that said something regarding abuela. And I responded well, with, I'm sure many people's abuelas are bisexual. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, statistically. Statistically. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so that's why it was so important for me in my character universe to start bringing on much needed queer representation. And that's why I cast you as Tia Gloria's gay son, Jamie. Oh, my God. Just Laney's brother. Just Laney's the goth character uh, that Tia Gloria is clearly ashamed of. And then, and then we also introduced your boyfriend, a character named Hector, mm-hmm. who's played by my good friend, Henry and Alexander Kelly. Mm-hmm. And now my good friend. So when it comes to my content, I don't ever want to shy away from the flaws of our culture. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's realistic to have this like perfectly progressive, woke Cuban family because mm-hmm. it's just not real. And I still do it with a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of humor. Again, like I go by shows like Get Pasa USA, who who did touch upon topics like this. They touched upon racism and and homophobia yeah. and homosexuality. Oh, yeah. 
all of that. Uh, is Joe gay? That's the that's the that next episode that sticks out to me. Yeah, um, I remember that one. And they did it super well. Very well. So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm really inspired by this show and how they went about it. So I want to do that too. So, you know, of course, we're going to have my uppity, bougie, Coral Gables, <laughs> Tia Gloria, <laughs> who cares way too much about what other people think about her, um, see her react to the rest of the family finding out, quote unquote, finding out <laughs> that that Jamie's gay and Jamie has a boyfriend. So we're going to play a little clip really quick right here. Uh, this will show up on my YouTube, like recommended videos. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm Jamie, is that your boy? Roommate. Yes, that is his roommate from... Mm -hmm. Ah, I see. Solamente roommate, claro. Yes, they are very close, very good friends. Casi son como hermanitos. Mom! Yes, tía, Hector is my boyfriend. We live together as a couple. I'm gay, in case anyone was unaware. Chilling how you were able to channel these very real characters <laughs> with judgment all over their face. <laughs> it's like they are real people. <laughs> so you were saying earlier that you wanted, it was important for you to sort of comment on this and be sort of realistic about it in terms of not everyone is like right out of the gate supportive of yes. queer people. And I applaud you for that. And I think did most of the feedback you got was positive, right? It was extremely positive. It's weird because every time that I do something where I'm like, yikes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this character a little bit of an asshole. Mm -hmm. But the, the comments are overwhelmingly positive because people understand what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, that's my aunt. Or yeah, that's my, you know, racist dad. Or like when you had to play Jamie's father. Yes. The Spaniard. <laughs> yes. And I had, was channeling someone in my life. <laughs> I'm sure you were because it was very realistic. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was very important for me because, you know, it's been years that I've been making content about this family and me also being queer. I felt like a dipshit for not <laughs> representing queer people mm. in my videos. Yeah. But I think it was great to start with with you because, again, I love expanding the universe where it's not just me being the only goddamn actor. <laughs> and I've been wanting to work with you for such a long time. Likewise. I had so much fun. Yeah. So I was like, this is perfect. Like, Tony is the perfect character to play Tia Gloria's son, who we had alluded to in past videos, mm -hmm. and, and give Jocelyne a big brother. And so we've had a lot of fun with a couple of episodes. My favorite episode is still the one that I wasn't even involved in it. It was you and 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 your oh. novio Hector preparing like a cute little Halloween party. <laughs> Kevin did such a great job directing that. Yes, he did. So much fun. I wish I could tell him to his face, but <laughs> as we see him in Nowhere the corner, to be seen. nowhere to be found. <laughs> 
dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, you know, again, I think queer representation in media is immensely important. And I get really annoyed because, you know, I have a certain chunk of viewers who aren't with it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, at any time I post something regarding LGBTQIA plus rights or anything related to it, they're like, stop trying to push the gay agenda. Oh, boy. And I'm just like. Bro, this is what agenda. First of all, I have ADHD. I've tried keeping an agenda throughout all of high school <laughs> and I would throw it away. <laughs> I'd be like September and then I'd, I'd give up. <laughs> so I don't know gay agenda, ni gay agenda they're talking about. My simple answer every time someone comes at me with that ridiculous bullshit is this is not an agenda. This is representation. Mm. Gay people have been here since the beginning of time. Trans people have been here. It is about people finally seeing themselves represented in TV and film and, and, and on the internet. Like mm -hmm. this isn't an agenda. This is just reality. This is an accurate reflection of our planet. Mm -hmm. So, I think Rachel Bloom was trying to explain diversity to someone like diversity in media. And she uh -huh. was saying she'd heard it from someone else. She didn't coin this, I don't think. But she was saying being reflective of the way the world is. I think you just said reflective, right? Yes. Like it's like when people hear diversity, they're like, oh, some people have a negative reaction. But if you're like, it's reflective of the way the world is. Yes. Of, which is diverse. Yes. I, should, I mean, because yeah, if, if people are getting tired of the word diversity, I do like that. I do like saying it is a reflection. It's literally putting up a mirror to society, to our planet Earth. This is what we look like, folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this is what we look like. So to me, it's just very simple, a very simple concept that people like to, to unnecessarily tangle. But I think that ultimately it's not just about you seeing yourself represented. And that, that obviously makes a massive difference in one's life, especially if you're a gay kid, mm -hmm. like, damn, I, I didn't even know what bisexual was because it right. was never talked about. You're either a gay man or a lesbian woman, period, the end. So it took me over 30 years to figure out, oh, I'm bi, because then it finally started becoming a thing people were talking about. And now we're all seeing more of it in media. So it's great for us to see ourselves represented. But then it's also great for people who don't understand mm -hmm. to see yeah. people who are not like them, because there are folks who never even leave their hometown. They yeah. do not have a diverse group of friends. They have never befriended a queer person in their life. 
So how are they going to empathize and understand if they don't have these people in their circles? And so media is the next best thing. Yeah. Yes, it is the next best. You're and right. it does create, and I don't know if this is even the right term anymore. I heard someone say it a long time ago, get it. It promotes tolerance. It, it, it mm. le lessens the hatred yeah. and this irrational fear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And this applies to all minorities and all, you know, people of color, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I agree. Dale. Yeah, like it, on the one hand, it's like, well, it shouldn't matter, right? We're, but it does matter because there are people that have, you know, they're, they're bigoted thoughts. Yes. <laughs> We're seeing them rise up more and more vocally here in America. But um, like to humanize people of groups of people that are, don't think twice about like, oh, queer people, people of color, etc. I think comedy helps. Oh, for sure. I think that's the number one way I would try to. <laughs> that's the agenda. Change people's minds about about minorities with comedy. So yeah, get out your planners. There's the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a parent trying to trick their kid into eating a healthy healthy snack, mm -hmm. and the kid doesn't know it's healthy because that wasn't chocolate. It was black beans. <laughs> yeah, it was good we got for you. Fiber, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you bitch, my child. Well, I am. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, like, it's it's true. It's it's really the way I have felt like is the way to go about educating people. Like, esto no se hace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Through comedy. Mm -hmm. Speaking on reflecting and proper representation and authenticity. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us mm -hmm. how you got on a, on a show that, I don't know. It's not like a big deal. Oh, well then why bother? You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're on The Simpsons. Oh my God. Goosebumps. I'm getting them now. I still feel like a kid. You That's are on The Simpsons. Yeah, I'm on The Simpsons. Like, so before we talk about how you got on the show, right? Mm -hmm. I want to bring up the fact that as a voiceover actress myself, I feel like if this was 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been cast in any animated series because up until recently, it's been the same like 10 white voice actors voicing every character, every ethnicity under the sun. And I know people have this stupid debate of like, well, that's what an actor is. They can play whatever they want. Doesn't matter what race, you know, or culture they're from. But it does matter, my friends, because again, in the voice acting world, and, and this applies to, you know, live action as well, but no one was getting a shot because all these white people were voicing all, all mm -hmm. these different ethnicities and different mm -hmm. characters. In terms of stories and, you know, uh, certain shows, there was no such thing as like Latinx animated shows. There was maybe one I could remember and that was it. Yeah. There was a moment in time over the past few years that voice actors who were not of the culture, that were not of the race that they were voicing, started to step back from their role mm. in order for proper casting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is where you come in, my friend. Yes. Tell us uh, the story. So The Simpsons, and as you said, actors stepping back, I think with The Simpsons, it, there was a documentary that called The Problem with Apu. Yes. Hank Azaria, who, by the way, is brilliant. <laughs> I think he's a fantastic talent. He had been voicing the character Apu for years, and of course, 
some people found it problematic and stereotypical, and he stepped down for the role. Sadly, since then, uh, I think Apu has just not appeared on the show. But Julio is a character that Hank Azaria voiced. He's a gay Cuban hairdresser. And if anyone has seen The Birdcage, it's mm-hmm. very similar to the voice that Hank Azaria used for Agador Spartacus, which I've been doing, like, for decades, is this voice. <laughs> it's sort of lispy <laughs> and sassy. As you said, actors that were not representing the ethnicity of the characters they were playing were sort of stepping back. In the pandemic, I would make things. I would do like little drag videos and then I'm like, oh, well, what if I made a little video asking The Simpsons to cast me? Hello, my name is Tony Rodriguez and I am addressing the producers of The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. And in the past two years, I have seen myself more in the show. And by that, I mean specifically the part of Julio, who is gay, like me. He's Cuban, like me. He is currently voiced brilliantly by Han Caseria. But I know that you're trying to make steps to be casting more representatively. And so I will offer my services to you, me, Tony Rodriguez. You can feel free to contact me to voice Julio. And a friend of mine, his name is Drew Mackey. He had a podcast called Gayest Episode Ever, and he was compiling a video of every queer joke in the history of The Simpsons. It's a two-hour video. And every time he came across Julio, we would look at it, and he's like, you can play this. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna make a video. So when you post your video, I'll post my video, and we'll just, like, see, you know, that'll be fun. And I thought a comedy person will see it. That's really all I thought. So... I posted one of the showrunners of The Simpsons, Matt Selman, saw it and went to the writer's room and was like, has anyone ever heard of Tony Rodriguez? Little did I know that someone I used to perform with in New York on a Herald team at Upright Citizens Brigade had become a writer-producer. And she hadn't told many people that she was on The Simpsons. (laughs) And I did not know they were actively looking to recast the role of Julio. And I'm going to say, I think if I had gone through the proper channels... Let's say I didn't have a voiceover agent at the time. I do now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I would have gotten it because my video, I didn't think they would see it. I truly thought I was making a comedy video because it was a pandemic. What else are you going to do? But the way it happened, they sort of got to know me from the video. They saw if they didn't know me at all. Mm-hmm. And I got notes and I was able to audition and give them what they wanted. And then I booked it. But you don't get that all the time. And I feel like I'm very lucky after I booked that, which I still get chills about it. <laughs> it's so oh wild my to me. It's wild. It's wild. To me. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Yeah, I'm, grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the fact that I tell everyone, I'm like, that's actually a real gay Cuban man voicing Julio on <laughs> The Simpsons. Well, déjame decirte what you were ta- commenting on earlier. I... A lot of the feedback on social media when it when it was public was very positive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! But I, I did get some hate on social media, which that sticks out to you, right? Because they're so specific. Hate is just they just. I know. But also, it's like, oh, I made it. <laughs> Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries. And a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs. All with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today.
Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I remember I shared that you were announcing that you were cast as Julio on The Simpsons and there was a bunch of articles talking about, you know, Hank Azaria being replaced by you uh, for that role. And people already knew who you were from my videos Mm -hmm. because you had already been introduced. So I was like, of course, I'm going to post about this. And like a majority of my audience on Facebook is Cuban. I will say this specifically happened on Facebook. And so no one should be shocked here. I hate to say it <laughs> um, because everyone else was supportive on all my other platforms. It was Facebook. Okay, it was like mixed, mixed mm. reaction. And again, it's nothing against you as an actor or anything. It was like, oh, I'm so tired of this PC culture. An actor should be able to play whatever. That's the whole point of being an actor. Like no one should should have stepped down. He should have kept voicing the role. He's still working. His workload is lighter, if anything. I'm like, por favor, este tipo, está bien, está bien. He's not gonna he's not gonna be without work for the love of fucking God. And I felt defensive, not just for you, but for myself, because I'm like, mm-hmm. if animation right now was not paying attention and finally casting people of color and minorities in their freaking shows, I wouldn't have been on Victor and Valentino or Jellystone or any, you know, Mm. I wouldn't have gotten my shot yet as a voice actor. So Mm -hmm. thank God that the industry is finally waking up. Yeah. You know, I remember on my first day voicing on Jellystone, I was standing next to Nicole Thurman and she was from Black Lady Sketch Show. She's hilarious. She's also a TV writer. And she's, she, she voices Jabberjaw on Jellystone. And she was like, this is my first time voice acting. Wow. She's a black woman. Right. Wow. And I'm just like, this is nuts. That's amazing. That's wild. And and the same thing with Victor Malentino. I remember the first day I stepped foot into Cartoon Network, I was surrounded by Latinos and a bunch of people that I knew that I had already worked with, like Laura Patalano and Frankie Quinones. And just, I was just like, what? It was wild to me. And a lot of, for a lot of them, it was their first time voice acting. But that's wild. So do you feel the character of Julio is different now? Like, are they writing him differently? And is he featured more? So I think they were writing him differently after the Apu controversy. Yeah. I think Hank Azaria was sort of muting his performance a little bit. My audition for The Simpsons was from an episode I knew because I love the character. I mean, I love the show. I was like, I got the size. I'm like, I knew exactly what episode it was. And looking at it, it was a more recent episode and it was a more muted vocal performance than previous versions of Julio in previous years. And I'm wondering if he was sort of self-conscious about being like flamboyant and gay, you know? So I mimicked his voice and they said, we know you can do this, but we also want you to bring your personality into it. And which they had seen in my video, which was like fun and fancy free. Uh huh. So that's what I did in my audition. And I think that's, that's what ended up working and that was my first episode was written for Hank Azaria to perform I basically did replace him in that episode since then they're writing me in like here and there and I am very grateful to be there at all it is an institution that I admire it is a brilliant show I wonder if there's a navigating with well what do we do 
what do we do with this character now? Or with any part where it has been played by someone else and there's representation issues. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm happy to be there in any capacity. And it's opened many doors for you. It has opened doors. It has opened voiceover work for me. Of course. I did a voice on a major show that I don't think I can say. Which I can't wasn't... wait for you to announce it. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I truly cannot wait. Hi, Tony. And they, they, in that one, they said they were animating it based on my performance. So it was a brand new character. Oh my God. It's like, whoa. Amazing. I've gotten to shoot a couple movies. <laughs> yes. Eso te abrió la puerta. That's yeah, a big it... deal. But and, and for our listeners, look how inspiring the story is. This was happening with all these actors voluntarily or not stepping down. And Tony put himself out there. He made a video because, I mean, you've basically prepared for this role. Because <laughs> yeah. you have been imitating this persona of Hanks for a long time. I sweep my house dancing to Gloria Stefan, just like Agador Spartacus does. I feel This was like... meant for you, my yeah. friend. Mm -hmm. And so, and you did. And I remember you were telling everyone to retweet you. I remember I retweeted you. Oh. A bunch of people retweeted that post and it worked. Thank you so much. It worked like with all the support and the retweets and your performance in that video. Coño, that's what got you the role. And then that's what opened more doors for you. Like you're saying, like, I can't wait for you to publicly announce like your next big things in animation mm -hmm. and live action. And that's all it takes. You know what I mean? So, but sometimes you, you know, it's, it's about what is that quote when, opportunity meets preparation is that that's it <laughs> you've been working your ass off you're one of the most talented improvisers and character actors that i know and it's wonderful because that's what voice acting is it's so much fun too oh it's it's so much fun and it's it brings me so much joy to hear tamien our cuban accent in animation oh my god Think about it, but think about like, pero like Jay. authentically, authentically, not coming authentically, from, claro, not coming from a white guy, but you know, uh, uh, an actual Cuban American voicing a Cuban character in animation. It's less common, especially to hear Caribbean accents in animation. Oh, that's interesting. Think that about interesting. it. Yeah. That's why for me, when I audition a lot of times and they want a Latina, I'm going to give them what I am. Sabor. And I'm very <laughs> blessed that you know, like shows like Victor and Valentino and Jellystone allowed me to be Cuban with some of my characters, like just sound. Oh, I love that. We're Cuban. I love that so much. And obviously with Victor and Valentino, I was like, okay, this is like, this makes sense because it's a Latino show. Pero Jellystone was the one that blew me away because it's like a white creator and- Talk about historic. Come on. That's in, like for you, that is so big. Latinos are taking over the animated. <laughs> universes <laughs> yeah like uh ch greenblatt he was just so open first of all all the characters i voice used to be guys in the original mm -hmm. hannah barbera properties See? even también other than bobby louis bobby louis was a mexican character right but they let me voice hardy har har as like my cuban abuela oh that's amazing. and i get to say some spanish stuff like i, I said bow bow on an american hannah barbera <laughs> Can you imagine growing if we'd grown up with hannah barbera cartoons with bow bow yeah like bow bow and certain words that you thought only your mom or grandma would say and now you get to hear it in a cartoon and that is just it's a big deal yeah you know because i think everything is is starting to change for the better but as someone who grew up watching cartoons and still as an adult consumes cartoons mm -hmm. same it was a lifelong dream of of mine to see that 
And so when you got cast as Julio, I was like overjoyed times. Of, you don't have no idea. Oh. I felt like a proud mom, but like not Tia Gloria. She... <laughs> yeah, Tia Gloria would have notes. <laughs> I don't like that you were a little too much. You need to dial it down. Do you have to be so stereotypical? Yeah, yeah. She would have been like, you know, trying to whitewash you. Um. <laughs> okay, so let's do a little thing where we're going to talk to each other in our cartoon voices. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess I'm going to go. Everyone's so used to me doing the Miami Cuban, like, and also like the abuela stuff. So I'm going to do Choo Choo from Jellystone. Oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring, I forgot to bring wine in my picnic basket. Carajo, like cheese is melted here. Hey, uh, hey, Julio, do you want a fish stick? A what? A fish stick. How dare you? Do I look like some kind of horny animal out in the woods? Oh, a fish stick. Yes, I would love one. Thank you. You're getting a little dirty there, uh, Julio. Is this, what kind of park is this? Hmm? Oh, this is not the cruising area? You're in, uh, Jellystone. Yeah, that, that sounds like a cruising area. I'm sorry. Jellystone? What kind of jelly is here? We got all kinds of jellies here, but Jellystone, we got grape jelly. We got raspberry mm. jelly. We got marmalade. We got apple butter. And we got KY. That's my favorite. Well, um, this is turning into a rated R oh, animation. Mm-hmm. Rated R. Oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to sign off. Hasta luego. Thank you for listening. And the rhythm is going to get you. Is that a threat? No, that's a Gloria Stefan song. Oh. <laughs> Which, yeah, it is a threat. <laughs> Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.